I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us, us both into one. one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey the Loud One. And I'm Jesse the Short One. And this week, we've got a variety hour for you. We're going to go over all the news of April so far. We've got uh, we've got five topics to cover this time around. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, video games, which will be the potentially new Bioshock. Got mm-hmm. a lot of opinions on this. Then we've got, uh, in politics, we've got Matt Gates and everything surrounding that man right now. Shout out to Matt Gates for making this one good. Yeah, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> Stick around for that for sure. Then we've got the Knives Out Netflix deal. Uh, then we're going to have the Amazon Union vote as our random. Mm-hmm. It's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're bringing them all in. Um, and then we've got, uh, for television, we've got the, the CNN ratings and yeah. what's going on with that. Which is very exciting. But you exciting. can guess before we get yeah. there what's happening with exciting that. Exciting and funny. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you CNN. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to start with video games. Dun, dun, dun. What's going on? You All right. Us. Video games. Bioshock 4 is potentially going to be open world uh, due to like a job listing or whatever. But mm-hmm. what that means is it's it's going to be open yeah. world. It, it was, this was leaked, but, yeah. but now, on purpose. Just to like... I, some people are like, that sounds cool. Why are you guys going to get grumpy about it? One, we're getting old. This is just who <laughs> we are. And two, Ken Levine, the dude who made Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite, the good Bioshocks, has no hand in this. He has no part in it whatsoever. The only uh, person who is like ahead there is the art director of the original Bioshock. So for me, what I expect this game to be is that this is a game that is going to look like Bioshock. It's going to probably play a bit like Bioshock. But what you're going to get is you're going to get Far Cry <laughs> underwater or in the sky or maybe on land. I don't know. This is going to be an exact copy of Bioshock 2 where yeah. where, where you get it. You, you haven't done your research first. You buy a game. You sit down. It looks just like another game. Yeah. Bioshock. It plays very similarly. And then just something's off and fucky. Yeah. And you're like, why Why is this one so bad? And the story makes no sense. And I don't care about anything that's happening. Yeah. And then they're like, but it has multiplayer for no yeah. reason. And this is going to be that, but open world. See, I'm in the world. shame minority of I actually like Bioshock 2. You know why? Drill go burr. Drill go burr. <laughs> to me, I, when I played Bioshock 1, I was like, oh, them big daddies are neat. And then Bioshock 2 came out, they're like, you play as a big daddy. I was like, ah, enough. See, it. I, I recognize that I'm coming at this from just like an annoying Bioshock purist. Because if Bioshock 2 was a different game. It's a game, stupid game. I if, can't remember the story. If it, But if Bioshock 2 was a different game, if, it, if they just came out and they were like, you're an underground drill boy. Yeah. I'd be like, best game ever. The multiplayer was even kind of fun for like how shitty it was. Like really? I played a good amount of it. it was, Did Bioshock 1 have multiplayer? No. It was a, it's a story-driven game. There's no need for the multiplayer. I need to fucking beat Bioshock yeah, It's one, insane one that you... That, I've got yeah. like... I've, I got like... Eight 80% of the way through, and then I was just like, I fucking know the end of this game beat for beat. I was like, there's no point in mm. playing through it. If you haven't played through any of the Bioshocks, play one and then play Infinite. They are kind of related, one one narrative to an extent, yeah. and they are amazing games. I would say if any, there's, there's Last of Us, and then Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite are games that just feel like a 20-hour movie yeah. that you you were invested in through for, the entire game. For full disclosure, Bioshock Infinite, the, the second I beat the game, I was like, oh, this is one of 
my forever games. Yeah. I was like, fuck, like, I love this thing. Absolutely amazing. Bioshock 2, real fun, Drew Gilbert. <laughs> Bioshock 4, very expected to go yeah. uh, real pretty world, run yeah. around. Drill Gobert. I it's uh one thing I had is that it's it's probably gonna be very similar to Mass Effect Andromeda because I remember when Mass Effect Andromeda was announced, it was like, oh, it's like Mass Effect Four, or whatever, and there were people like, it's not Mass Effect. <laughs> like it is a this game is fucking dick. It was like well, the first one that I played like very extensively, and I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. And I went back and I played two, and I was like, oh, this is what a good game is like. <laughs> Characters interact and they don't look stupid. It is very strange in the Bioshock series that Bioshock 1, obviously, is, is a good Bioshock. And Bioshock 2, a numbered one, dog shit. Yeah. And then Bioshock Infinite is a great one, no number. And now they're skipping three. They're going straight to four, yeah. and that's going to be another dog shit one. Very confusing for somebody that isn't into the Bioshock series. Yeah, I just, I, I'm excited to see where it's set, and then from there, I'll just, like, still be casting aspersions and be like, oh, this is going to be stupid, but at least I'll be like... Well, maybe I'll play it. Like, <laughs> right now, I don't give a fuck about I this will, game. I will eat my words if Bioshock 4 comes out and it's like actually like a new, very creative place that they've they've envisioned. No. But I don't... like. It's obvious that when Ken Levine's involved, he comes up with an entirely new, explorable, amazing world. Yeah. And, and, and that world isn't just like a place. It has a story to it and you learn about it as a history that's made up and everything. Do you want the and two is just, it's the same place as one, but now Drill Gobert. The only setting they could go to where I'd be like, okay, maybe if it was on the moon or like Mars. I would, the coolest thing they could do if it was took place on Earth. I would love that shit. Really? Yeah. What if like Comstock came down to Earth and Andrew Ryan came back up to Earth and it was took place there? But then again, that could only be cool if Ken Levine had that idea and was like, I can make something out of that. Yeah. And did it. If they try to do it, it's going to be the weirdest fucking thing ever. Damn it, Bioshock. <laughs> Get Ken Levine back. Make Dude. a fourth game. Yeah. That game, the shit was done. Did you play the DLC or whatever? Yeah. Is it, does it have to do with Bioshock 1 a lot? Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. It gives like a yeah. little, it gives more of a connection between Infinite and 1. Yeah. Well, maybe one day I'll beat Bioshock 1. <laughs> maybe Bioshock 4 won't be asked. But uh, I think we've said what we can about video games. Uh, this is like the 17th fucking time we've talked about Bioshock. Mm-hmm. We talk about Bioshock almost as much as we've talked about The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to throw out Ken Levine has been working on a new game. He started his own video game company. He's been working on that since like. 2014 2015 yeah so eventually that's what we're gonna talk about and then we're gonna be very excited yeah we're like, ah good game <laughs> <laughs> but for now no stinky stinky doo doo yeah. um and then speaking of stinky stinky doo doo let's talk about a stinky stinky doo doo head Matt Gates, Mr. Gates, Mr. Gates, and if you refer back to about three different episodes, Ramsey, no knowledge of this, was like Matt Gates is my least favorite congressman. He's he, like I hate his guts. Matt Gates was the perfect amount of slimy and a mega bitch. I had to watch a lot of like hearings for like social media and like. They would be like talking about like okay, there's like obvious privacy issues and things that were pertinent that are definitely issues, and the Matt Gates would just be like, "Why direct the election? <laughs> why, why you spread misinformation against conservatives?" And Mark Zuckerberg would look back at him and be like, "How do you have a job?" Because <laughs> he's from Florida. That's fair. <laughs> so, basically, this story came out about two two weeks ago. And it's just every day another diamond pops about this story. It is insanity. So I'm going to go through it bit by bit so you know what's going on with Matt Gates and all of his things. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, Matt Gates says he may not run again and he's going to take a TV deal. 
<laughs> and and then that's how you know he did some exactly shit. <laughs> that day everyone's like ooh maybe there's gonna be some weird polling coming out that Matt Gates was gonna lose his seat anyways but that same day it comes out that there's an investigation into Matt Gates for sex trafficking minors Jesus same classic day classic Matt then the next day both Fox News and One America News like crazier than Fox News people, yeah. their CEOs came out and they were like, "We are not offering jobs to Matt yeah. Gates. We have never talked to Matt Gates. We don't want him to work here." Bro, Which the best just, shit was like the the actual quote was like, "Matt Gates has had zero conversations with higher ups at Fox," and I was like, "Damn, yeah. he's emailing interns. <laughs> like, Give me in, please." That is, they they burned that bridge so fast yeah. and did not let Matt Gates get across it. Uh, then Matt Gates finds his other bridge, Tucker Carlson, an, an old friend of his. And uh, he goes on his show and just immediately starts talking about how none of this is true and he's being extorted for money. Yeah. Which I don't have the time during this podcast to get into it. There is n- not an unlikely chance that he was being extorted. Like, it's very, very likely that somebody found out about this investigation and yeah. tried to use that knowledge, which they had a lot of knowledge on it, to extort him for a lot of money. Yeah. Now, if all of that it turns out to be true, that doesn't negate that Matt Gates did the things. He was just also being extorted. Matt for those Gates things. is trying to capitalize on conservatives not being able to focus on two things at once. Exactly. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was playing the look at this hand, look at this hand. Um, yeah, but in general, this is why this is another reason why it's so much worse when congressmen get caught for anything along these lines because you know they can be used. Those things can be used to yeah. make congressmen do whatever you want, like give them tons of money. Anyways, back to the Tucker Carlson interview. I highly recommend you just stop watching us and you go watch that interview because it is the most entertaining thing of all time. Yeah. He, at one point, implies that Tucker Carlson knows what he's going through because Tucker Carlson one time had somebody accuse him of sexual harassment. And Tucker's just immediately like, that was 12 years ago. It was a deranged woman that I never met. She yeah. just said that on the internet. And Gates and Gates is being accused of much worse than that. Yeah. Um, and then he says, well, Tucker, you might have met one of my young girlfriends because we were at dinner with your wife. And Tucker on air just goes, I have no memory of this. <laughs> and just throws another bus over Matt Gates' limping yeah. body. Matt Gates was like desperately throwing this use at Tucker. And Tucker was just like... I- you are floundering right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Tucker just denies everything. Afterwards, he comes back on the air and just Tucker says, that was one of the strangest interviews I've ever had yeah. in my life. And it's hilarious. Matt Gates made Tucker Carlson look like a decently put together dude. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Tucker's making points here. And Gates fully denies everything during this interview. Yeah. Then, flash forward like three or four days, comes out that uh, Gates is friends with a man named Greenberg. Mm-hmm. This guy's already under investigation for being a pimp to very young women in Florida. He was also a tax collector in Florida. Florida is a strange state. Yeah. So Greenberg, well known as like this crazy eccentric guy that sells fake IDs, sells women, sells like cocaine and good times to congressmen and lives in Florida. And him and Gates are thickest thieves. They're best buds. They've been tight for years. Classic. Yeah, classic. Um... One night, Gates Venmoed Greenberg $900 with the line, Tell Candy, or some other nickname. And then that same night, Greenberg Venmoed three different 18-year-olds $300. So just split the 900 
<laughs> directly. Jesus. And they all used Venmo. If if these Cong if this congressman wasn't such a fucking idiot, he would be getting away with yeah. these things. So we have to be happy how stupid he is. I saw that fucking tweet where it was just like, remember in like 2016, all of our Venmos were like, ha ha, four hookers or four <laughs> cocaine. Matt Gates saw that and was like, this app is secure. <laughs> <laughs> he saw it and then thought, it was yeah, secure. he was like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Greenberg has already been caught for all of these things. He's been under investigation. And then it was revealed he's in a plea deal. So Thick as Thieves didn't last long when the feds showed up. He's thrown Gates under the bus most likely for all of this oh, so stuff. Excited. During all of this, Gates keeps going on news shows. His lawyers have to be telling him to stop. This is yeah. like Trump 2.0. Like He's just like, well, bad press is good press, but not when it's about teenagers, Matt Gates. Yeah. Uh, so he goes on all these things. Uh, just keeps saying that he's a generous lover. And like, without without like anybody pushing him on it, he keeps being like, "Well, I I pay for a lot of hotel rooms and flights for the women that I'm dating." And you're like, "Okay, but were they 17, Matt Gates? Like, this is no one no one cares if you paid for hotel rooms." <laughs> Guys, like, <laughs> just like fucking trying to find like anything he can say that maybe will get him positive points. He's so deep in the shit that yeah. like nothing else is gonna make it worse. Matt Gates, basically, Matt Gates. Is being accused sex trafficking is kind of a, a loaded term. He's being accused of flying a seventeen-year-old out and then paying for her hotel room and having sex with her. Horrific thing to do. Yeah, generally not what we think when we hear the term sex trafficking. Yeah, but that is what it is. legally that's what it is. Yeah, and he's being accused of that, and he's basically gone on air and said, "I didn't do that, but." Oh, I do no. pay for lots of hotel rooms and flights for ladies I'm dating. And you're just like, what is, what's going on? Bud? I just, I love hearing this, like going through it right now. And then just knowing there's a ton of conservatives online or even maybe watching the show being like, I can't believe they're canceling Matt Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they canceling? Dude, Matt Gates canceling himself. Did you see this shit? Uh, fucking Trump had to put out an official statement that uh, they were denying to see him at mm -hmm. all. Like everyone's going to fucking Marlowe. Trump denied to see him. Apparently, Matt Gates was like reaching out to the Trump administration for like a blanket pardon. Yeah, that was during the Trump presidency that yeah, he yeah, tried yeah. to get a, a. He wanted a blanket pardon for all Republican congressmen yeah. for past and future crimes from the president. That and is... even Trump was like, no. He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the craziest things is like, sometimes when this stuff happens, you you have people from your party will jump out and help. You know, they yeah, care yeah, about yeah. you and they care about the image of the party. But, but no one, the, Matt Gates is like Ted Cruz. Republicans don't fucking like this yeah, guy. Yeah, no. Multiple congressmen and aides of congressmen have come out and said that Matt Gates showed them nudes on the House floor. Jesus. While, while they're voting on things like Medicare for all, Matt Gates is like full ass shitty college guy being like, look at this fucking, look at these titties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just no one likes him. No yeah. one's coming out for him. That's the thing though. It is just like Ted Cruz because like you had that fucking generation of like post Trump people who saw Trump get in office were like, oh, I can do this. And it was like, you can't do this. Yeah. This is lightning in a bottle. And like, you're a shitty, horrible person, but there's no fire to you. You're boring <laughs> as shit. Yeah. Fuck Matt Gates. I'm uh I'm not glad that this happened because there were victims involved, but I am glad to see him fucking drown in slow motion. Yeah. I'm excited to just watch this story slowly unfold. Yeah. Cause it just it won't stop getting crazier. 
And mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to get into it because we've got other topics to discuss, but the, the extortion thing is crazy. It involves a man in another country that's imprisoned there but may have died, and they said that they were going to use the money to make Matt Gates look like a hero by rescuing him. It was <laughs> so confusing. From and then, what? The, like producing a fake birth certificate? Be like, she was 30! No, no they, yeah, well, they were... It, it was It's insanity. But God. basically, the guy that is being accused of extorting Matt Gates over this sexual investigation went on air as well and was like, well, we weren't extorting him. We just said, like, give us the money or we'll fucking let everyone know. That. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck? It's not blackmail. <laughs> it's just blackmail. It's just suggested action mail. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. More to come on that. Fuck you, Matt Gates. Let's get into our <laughs> next topic, which is... Our movie topic. Yes. Netflix has penned a deal uh, to get the next two installments of the Knives Out franchise, which I'm just learning is becoming a franchise. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, Ryan Johnson released uh, directed Knives Out, and it released to a fucking huge critical acclaim. We, we liked kinda, it a lot. Kind of one of the last movies before COVID that I yeah. remember. It was one of those movies too, where it was just like I remember, like didn't he got like Oscar noms and shit? Like yeah, it was super weird. Blew it was, up. Yeah, it was just one of those movies that like I didn't expect expect that of it. But um, this is super important for Netflix. I know half we talk about is, is Netflix. Half of what we talk about is Netflix. half of what the world talks about is Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like this is one of those things where like Netflix getting this is big, and these movies have to be good because Netflix's movies are ass. Yeah, the they, last good not one, very very many good ones. Yeah, last good one was like The Irishman, but like. That was like three and a half hours long, and like that wasn't for average people. I also kind of respect the way that Am- that Netflix just throws it at a wall. Like they'll make yeah. some good movies and they'll advertise and be like, "We got a good movie," but then they're also like, "But here's forty shit movies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of you will like it." They're like hopefully, hopefully, there's there'll be twenty people who like this and ask us for a for a sequel on Twitter. But yeah, so is this going to be that the that the next installment of Knives Out doesn't hit theaters, or is going to be a Netflix theater combo deal? I think this is going to be that we're probably going to see these in Alamo. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Theaters. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see wide releases. Um, this is. Just it, it's weird too. This doesn't seem like a movie that would that that should be going to Netflix. Like I can't. Yeah. Believe, and the other the thing, first time I heard it, I thought they were making it into a TV show. Yeah, they're gonna recreate it. In the some way. other weird thing is that whenever like it it went to auction or whatever, the people buying it were Amazon, Netflix, and fucking Apple. Like for Apple TV. Yeah, so it was not studios to release no, in theaters. They just mm-hmm. wanted it streamed. So it's it's filming in June. Um, in Scary Greece for the future of theaters yeah i i mean i it's not looking good for theaters man (laughs) it's uh i think clock's ticking but uh also it's just not for my alamo though i'll keep you alive on my own (laughs) but uh i I still hope that these movies come out in theaters because like i would not have liked this movie as much if i watched it at home yeah it was just big and weird and it was like taking all twists and turns and i'm excited too because like this is also like they're like anthology movies. Is, is what I've read now. Like the the main detective, uh, Daniel Craig, he's just gonna go and like solve That's other mysteries so with families fun. and shit. So I'm excited for him to sound like the fucking rooster from Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Netflix is uh, hopefully stepping out and doing something cool with these movies, or else they're just gonna it's gonna be another misstep. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Well. I think it's going to be good cool. TV shows. This is the opposite of Bioshock. I'm I'm betting on betting on the cool factor here. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> now let's talk about a company that's never been cool and just keeps <laughs> getting fucking worse. We got the Amazon union vote. Oh, Lord. If you're tuned in at all to workers' rights and just kind of, you know, the, the future of this country, you probably already know, but uh, there was a big old union vote in uh, Bessemer, Alabama. Uh, Bessemer, Georgia. Yeah. Um, and this was at the Amazon facility where they where they sort all, all the stuff out before it arrives at your house in 24 hours. Um, and basically, the union showed up and decided that people could probably have better working conditions because people were pissing in bottles and shitting in bags and having to leave them in their the delivery cars. Yeah. And there was stories of, in Georgia and other states, Amazon didn't turn the AC on in the summer. Jesus. One employee had a heart attack. There's They have to wear bracelets at some facilities to monitor where they are so that they don't have off work time and you can get in trouble for being away from your station. You get like, you don't get, you, you can't, you, you have bathroom bricks. Like you have a mandatory amount you're allowed to go to the bathroom. That's insane. You can't insane. just leave and go to the bathroom as you please. You're, you're just treated like a robot. It's, yeah. it's insanity. Um, so they showed up in Bessemer, Georgia and tried. Amazon did some insane stuff. They, I'm just going to list some stuff off. They did a mandatory anti-union meetings, which that's kind of become the norm, but yeah. used to not be. Uh, they started the voting process insanely early, like before the union could really get in there and start educating or recruiting. Uh, they changed a traffic light near the Amazon facility because that's where the union was standing there and handing out flyers and educating people. They made it. Yeah. They literally paid off the city to change Jesus. that light so that the union couldn't stand there. Uh, they hired off-duty cops to patrol the Amazon facility and kick out anybody that was promoting the union within the the as close to legal as they could in that way. Yeah. Um, they got in Twitter beef with Bernie Sanders and others, and then yeah. later had to come out and apologize because it went very poorly for them yeah. because Twitter not exactly the the home for anti-union yeah ideas that was the scariest one to me because that was amazon like openly like being like fuck the government like we're gonna do what we want to do and i was just like e even if they lose on it like they have set a precedent that's terrifying where amazon has kind of just let the public know like we're not afraid of the government anymore. yeah like this isn't and it's scary because, like, the general populace loves Amazon yeah. just because of how easy it can make lives. Like, having conversations with people to get them to stop using Amazon is, like, you want to rip your hair out sometimes because they're just like, I don't care. It's so easy. <laughs> I was just like, okay. People are pissing in bottles yeah. so that you can get your thing two days faster for 12 cents less. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, but more sad news, just keeping that train a rolling, the union vote failed and not by yeah. a small margin. There is, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. The union is suing, um, saying that Amazon, I mean, obviously everything Amazon did was morally reprehensible and it's, there's kind of questionable gray areas, whether they broke some laws as well. Yeah. Um, so the, the union, traffic light thing has to fucking, that <laughs> has to be the one where they're just like, are you people out of your minds? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you gotta keep in mind. There's been multiple accounts of people that say their first day of training at, at Amazon facilities is like it, they've already started anti-union propaganda yeah. at you. Like as part of the training. And this is at every Amazon, not just at ones where unions are a, a real possibility. Have you been getting the promoted tweets for Amazon? Mm -hmm. You get like the, these promoted tweets from Amazon that are just like anti-union. And yeah. it's just like insane. I'm just like, because you got to think like these do not apply to us. 
we, we don't really shop at Amazon, but for some reason they're just like I, I'm I'm worried about how many people are seeing this shit. It's now. also insane because like this is none of this is necessary. Like Jeff Bezos and Amazon, Jeff Bezos would still be the richest man in the world, and Amazon would still be the biggest and fastest growing company in the entire world if they treated their workers with respect. If they if they doubled the amount of people doing deliveries, you could still get your packages in two days, and drivers wouldn't be shitting in buckets. Yeah. And it would cut into their profit margins 1%, and they would yeah. still be making insane amounts of money. This kind of made sense. I mean, it never morally makes sense. But when Amazon was starting up, they could they could try to, like, they had to keep their profit margin as, as slim as they fucking could and invest it back into themselves over and over and over again to beat out everyone else and to destroy small local companies and to beat yeah. over Walmart and everything else. But it's over now. Amazon's yeah. won, and this is kind of just, they're going to set the precedent. What is going to happen is Amazon Amazon is going to be the biggest company in the world unless a drastic shift happens in American government. Yeah. And they're going to employ, within the next 10 years, potentially tens of millions of Americans. Yeah. And they're either going to treat them well or they're going to treat them terribly. I think the biggest thing is, like, without the government input, there's no way they're going to not treat them terribly. Because the thing is, like, with Amazon, they see... They've seen their actions against their employees as a slip. Like we see, it's a slippery slope. Look at what we're allowing them to get away with. Look at what they're getting away with and how they're exploiting people and being so shitty. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, they think that's what's going to happen to them probably because they're like, we cannot stop our cash flow. We can't slow it down. It doesn't like Jeff Bezos yeah. isn't th- or anyone no Amazon exec is thinking like, oh okay, well yeah, it would barely cut into our profit margins. They were just like because the thing is like our concept of barely cutting their profit margins is like if these people lose like $100,000 a year they're like that's insane to them mm-hmm. even though they're all fucking like if they paid a cent in federal federal income tax yeah, would, yeah it's just like they see the slippery slope is like well we're gonna lose everything because they're just like their greed has like fully corrupted their fucking minds it's insane yeah and just on that note if anybody out there isn't anti-Amazon or isn't is somehow anti-union um, I just like to point out Amazon warehouse jobs of of the 2020s, this is what our grandparents did. This is an assembly line. That's the new thing. Assembly lines have moved overseas. Those jobs hardly exist in America anymore. It's oil jobs and it's Amazon warehouse jobs. That's going to be where the predominant amount of blue-collar workers work. And now they're getting $15 an hour, but you, depending on where you are, that still can't feed a family. If, if, you, were a, if you worked for the Ford company and you had a union job with Ford, you could get yourself a house, you could send your kids to college, and your wife didn't even have to work. That's just how it worked back then. And that was because of unions and because our government intervened and helped workers out. And that has just shifted. We don't break up monopolies anymore. We don't give a fuck about workers anymore. Everything's skewed towards that Amazon can get away with any way it wants to bust up a union, but unions can't try to form in any way that they want. I mean, it's like, this also just like the concept of the free market has been massively propagandized where like people now are just like bragging like, man, I work 55 hours a week. Like you don't work fucking, you don't work overtime or whatever. Cause like I would have friends like we worked here and they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to work overtime this week. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to work what I need to work. But the thing is, it's just like, I don't understand how someone could be on the side of corporations at this point. Cause it's just like, 
they're owning you. They're owning your lives. They're mistreating people. It's like I, there's no way this makes sense to me. Where you can just say, "We'll go find another job." It's like, "We'll go fuck yourself." These Especially are happening to your fellow citizens. There's no point in taking Amazon's side. In Bessemer, that's not an option. There's like these. These are small. Like these warehouses aren't popping up in the middle of cities they, yeah. for obvious reasons. Just the land alone. So the jobs are: you make fifteen dollars an hour at Amazon which barely covers the things you need and you work like a dog, or you can go work at a small company there that can't afford the $15 yeah. an and hour. Those small, and those small businesses in Bessemer who really, where people could have gone and worked, those are gone now because, because of places Amazon. like Amazon. Yeah, so it's a, yeah. It's a never-ending cycle, and uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Load, I guess, but we all know that doesn't really matter that much anymore. So yeah. we'll hope the government will take care of it. But if, if, you're, <laughs> if you're spouting like Amazon's praise or even just defending Amazon, like, Shut up! Just keep, shut keep chugging the fuck that up. propaganda. Yeah, it's it's a weird take. Um, but anyway, let's off, end on a happier note. Yeah. Um, speaking of propaganda, speaking of propaganda, CNN ratings have been down fifty percent since Trump left office. Uh, November fourth, inauguration day, uh, CNN averaged two point five million primetime viewers. But since President Biden took a, President Biden took office, they've averaged only one point six million primetime viewers through March fifteenth. That's crazy. People are going back to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck anymore. They're done with it. They're just like, oh, whatever. Uh, Joe Biden's blue. He's the good guy, must be. <laughs> and they're shoveling French toast mimosas down their gullet, and they turned off their TVs. It's pretty amazing because it's not just CNN either. This is CNN and MSNBC. So th- that group's back to brunch, and yeah. Fox News has dropped off almost the same way. Yeah. So no, like they tried. Fox News tried to pull the Obama and, and have all the outrage with Biden. It just doesn't work because no yeah. one, like, trust me, we've got beef with Biden. Is handling at the border right now absolutely insanity. There's still kids in cages. He's thinking about building a damn wall. Things are fucking crazy. Down yeah. There. But in general, you know what Joe Biden's done? He's been a weird old man that we all knew he was going to be. He gave us all vaccines and he gave us all 1400 bucks. Should have been 2000 bucks, but it's hard to stay mad about it. It's yeah. hard to be as mad about it as people were with Trump. Yeah, I also just like it's very funny because I can just tell the way the country's going by the, what my dad's watching at home. So I went back to my parents' house and my dad was watching. Uh, He's watching Fox News again, <laughs> which we usually watch to make ourselves mad because we fucking hate Fox News. But my dad was just like, "There's fucking nothing on CNN." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I don't care about a stupid fucking dogs." He's like, "I'm so bored." And then he was just like talking. He's like, "The best I got this week was Joe Biden like kind of fell down some stairs on a windy day," <laughs> and he was like, "Everything sucks." I need. I, I'm so bored. But uh, yeah, f- fuck. It's me. a good day in America when politics is boring. Yeah, I agree. And uh, <laughs> when it's not, we have things like Matt Gates. Yeah, exactly. Anymore, Matt Gates. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, fuck CNN, fuck MSNBC, fuck fuck Fox News. Yeah, get all your news from YouTube. Get it off from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I bet would make your ratings? <laughs> do your own research. You know what I bet would make your ratings better. All three of you dicks, if you weren't twenty four hours. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, cut the fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's all I got for television. Uh, it's just it's nice to know the the white liberals are back at lunch or at brunch. <laughs> Things are going back to normal. It's nice to know that the that the Republican base is just not like it's only the crazies that are still angry and pissed off. It's yeah. only the 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 election was rigged people that are still still consistently consuming that yeah. stuff. Yeah, gross. Most people Biden hit office and we all went back to bed. Yeah, which isn't good. We should be mad because he's doing terrible things. But you yeah. know. I am mad, but I'm just mad on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only place to be mad anymore. You talk about politics in an angry way, like around people who like 
aren't very involved, they're like, we, we won. What do you mean? It's <laughs> over. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> he didn't win. No one wins in this game. Yeah. There's no point in tweeting, talking shit about Joe Biden, even though I said I would all the time, because people are just like, why are you getting so mad? You got your money. I'm like, there's just, it's not right. This isn't, this isn't winning. This is surviving. Uh, hopefully next month we will have some news on that infrastructure bill. And that's yep. what we'll end on. I'm saying hopefully that'd be amazing. Yeah. But uh, that has been our variety hour for April. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the what month, month it is. <laughs> <laughs> Time has no meaning, but uh, join- it's so boring. <laughs> it's just so fucking boring. But uh, join us next week for a in the, in lab. the lab. Yes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>